Hey friends, this is Andy Storch, and I'm excited to announce that we are bringing the Talent Development Think Tank Conference back on February 22nd and 23rd in Sonoma, California. Yes, you might remember we hosted this conference for the first time in January 2020, and it was a huge hit with everyone telling us it was the best conference they ever attended. And of course, we were looking forward to running it again in 2021 until the pandemic hit. That's when I launched the Talent Development Think Tank membership community, and that's been going strong since May of 2020. But I know how valuable it is to get people together in person, and that's why we are excited to be bringing the conference back again on February 22nd and 23rd in Sonoma, California. I'm committed to making this a highly engaging and interactive event where you can connect, learn, and grow together with other talent development professionals. This is going to be the best event out there in talent development, and I would love to see you there. If you want to find more information and get your tickets today, the website is tdtt.us conference. That's tdtt.us slash conference. I hope to see you there. Welcome to the Talent Development Hot Seat with your host, Andy Storch. The show is dedicated to helping you develop the most important part of your organization, the people. If you are in HR or talent development, or you just want to learn how to get the best out of your people, then you are in the right place. Each week, Andy shares interviews with talent development professionals, thought leaders, and experts to share best practices, learn about the latest trends, and find out what has been successful in the world of talent development. This podcast is designed to give you what you need to be successful in the world of talent development. Now, here's your host, Andy Storch. Welcome to the Talent Development Hot Seat. I am your host, Andy Storch, and I'm so Glad that you're joining me today for what I think will be a short solo episode. I want to talk about taking care of yourself in HR and talent development. And why am I bringing this up? Well, there's a few reasons. Number one, I just got back from a long vacation taking care of myself. I took a five-week road trip with my family across the United States. And I talked about that a little bit in the introduction before last week's episode with Elisa DeVere. And I wanted to tell you a little bit more about that. I also had it come up because I just did an interview recently with my friend Julie Turney on her show, Magnifying HR Voices, which is a live show. And I think she has a podcast as well. She also has a great book called Confessions of an HR Pro. And so if you work in HR, and I know many of you do, you may want to check out her book and check out her show. She has a lot of great HR people on there, very interactive, live on LinkedIn every Wednesday at noon Eastern, I believe. That's what time we recorded today. And I think that's what time she does it every week. And she's also active on Clubhouse and other places. And Julie's great because not only is she uh, really experienced in HR, she has a unique perspective. She's down in Barbados. So different from those of us who are always sharing our things from the U.S. Uh, So check that out. And hopefully there'll be a recording out of that soon that I can refer you to. Uh, But in that discussion, we were talking about how HR professionals specifically can really own their careers and take care of themselves and their careers. And one of the things I brought up was that in my experience over the last 10 plus years working in consulting and especially working with HR and talent development professionals is that HR and especially L&D spend a lot of time and energy. Their whole job a lot of times is focused on helping other people learn, grow, improve, and, and improving the overall quality of work for people in the organization. And yet many times I see those same L&D professionals not taking time for their own learning, for their own growth, for their own self-care. And I've had many people 
in the industry, in the space, tell me that that was absolutely them in the past. They've made a pivot, they've made a change, but that they have been that person. And I've seen that person many times. I can't tell you how many times I have been setting up and running a learning program for a company, whether it's a business simulation or a leadership program, whatever it may be. I've been doing a lot of those facilitating workshops for the last 10 years. And I see the L&D or HR professional who helped coordinate the whole thing, sitting in the back of the room, working email and, you know, say, hey, you know, you can you can join in. You can join one of the tables and and participate if you want. And oh, no, I'm too busy. I got to do all this other stuff. And I get it when you got a lot of stuff to do. Right. But doesn't everybody else in the room have a lot of work to do? Don't they also have responsibilities and other jobs they need to get done? The fact of the matter is they just don't feel comfortable. They feel like, oh, it's set up for all these other people. I'm just HR. So there's not a spot for me, which is could not be further from true, right? There needs to be a spot for HR. There needs to be a spot for talent development. And you absolutely have a right to sit down at that table and invest a day or two days or three days in your own learning and growth. And it's going to help you get better because you learn the business, you become a better leader, you become better at HR, whatever the program is about. And it allows you to do your job better, which helps the company, which provides value and everybody wins. Now, I know when it comes to investing in learning and development, I'm preaching to the choir, but for many of you, investing in learning and development means creating programs that help other people and not participating yourself. So today, my rant <laughs> is all about investing in yourself. It's about taking care of yourself. And that means investing in your learning and your growth, right? So what could that look like? Number one, if you are creating learning programs and making them available, whether it's a hypo, professionals, managers, leaders, or whatever it is inside your organization, that you are also participating in some of those, right? You're not, well, I'm, I'm the organizer, so I'm either too good to do this or there's not a space for me or, you know, that's for other people. Uh, no, you want a seat at that table too. You want to also participate in those things because you want to get a chance to learn and become a better leader, become a better manager, be a better professional, you know, whatever it is that you're learning how to do. So make sure that you are absolutely jumping in and asking for those opportunities, asking for those spots, looking for those spots, making a spot for yourself if you are creating those programs. So that's the programs at work. And then, of course, there are many other opportunities, right? You might be in charge or connected to the LMS or the learning system or, you know, whatever it is where you're creating a learning library for people at work. I hope you're taking advantage of that as much as anybody else is. You really could be, I would argue, should be leading the way and okay, let's go look at the leaderboard and see how many hours of learning people have participated in. You know, it's kind of embarrassing when you see the HR and L&D professionals at the bottom of the leaderboard. They're not really participating, right? You want, you got to be, you got to be the example, right? If you want people to go in and learn, set the example and invest in your own learning. There are other resources, of course, that's the internal. What about external stuff? What about listening to podcasts like this one? If you're listening to this podcast, you, you know what I'm talking about. You're already listening to podcasts. Hopefully there are others that you listen to as well. And hopefully this is number one in your podcast player and you're referring it to other people. But what about books? What about YouTube videos, social media? You know, so many great people you can follow on LinkedIn. I'm posting content daily. I follow a lot of other great people uh, who post content daily. Earlier, I mentioned Julie Turney, HR for HR. She posts a lot of content. Barbie Winterbottom is one I recommend on LinkedIn, who shares a lot of content on HR. Tracy uh, Sponenberg, who's been on this podcast, who shares a lot of HR content. There's tons of others, right? And some of them I know, some of them I don't know. Many have been on this show. So go connect with people, follow people on LinkedIn, on Twitter, 
uh, Clubhouse, another great resource uh, where there's a lot of great conversations going on. Uh, for a while, I was on Clubhouse a lot. Uh, this summer, I haven't really been on Clubhouse at all, but I do want to get back on there and start more rooms and, and join more rooms about HR and talent development. So look out for those in the near future. That's another great resource. Uh, when I was doing the show with Julie, she mentioned TikTok. I have not really been on TikTok at all. I'm embarrassed to say I love social media. I'm not afraid of it, but maybe I am afraid of TikTok because I haven't really been on there. But she said that she's been learning a ton on TikTok. So there might be some great opportunities there. Instagram, you name it. But I think LinkedIn is the number one place, uh, especially for corporate learning, following people to see what they're doing professionally uh, in the HR space. Uh, So make time for learning. Make time for Social media, right? Social media gets a bad rap, but there's so much learning and networking that can be done on there. Uh, so make sure you're making time to get on to LinkedIn or Twitter. I know some of you are big Twitter fans. Um, I have historically not used Twitter very much, but I've been getting more into Twitter recently over the last couple of weeks. But it's really for other reasons. I'm, I'm getting big into investing in uh, non-fungible tokens, NFTs. And if you don't know what those are, I won't go into all that. But it's it's fun because I'm learning a ton and I'm following a lot of people on Twitter on there and learning what's going on. And I just love learning. I love growth. I love investing and jumping into new things. I don't like when things get stagnant. Are you are you that way? That's the question. And if so, like, are you investing time on a regular basis for learning? I mentioned books. I know many of you are big readers, uh, so hopefully you're getting into some books uh, on the topic of learning and development, career development, what at personal development or just business, whatever it is that you are learning on a regular basis. Of course, I have, a, I have tons of books that I recommend. Of course, one of them is this book, Own Your Career, Own Your Life by Andy Storch. I happen to think that's a pretty good one because I wrote it. Uh, so if you haven't read that yet, please go out and, and get that book and check it out. But there are many other many other great books I recommend. I'm looking at my bookshelf right now and I'm like, I'm not going to start naming books. Uh, We always ask our guests for their favorite book recommendations. And in the near future, maybe we'll do a roundup of all the recommendations from the podcast and and get those to you as a bonus resource uh, because there's so many great recommendations there and so many great books out there. I mentioned Julie Turney's book as well. And there's, there's many, many other great books. So, but the key, the, the important tip on that is that you make time for reading. So in my youth, I've always loved books. You know, thanks to my parents, I've loved books since I was a child. I used to do a lot of reading. You know, when I was a teenager, this is long before computers and social media. Well, we we're just starting to get on AOL, right, in the mid-2000s. But I spent many hours in my room just reading classic literature and novels and, and stuff. Uh, so I've always loved books. Um, but as I became an adult and I was working and there's all these things going on, I would typically just open a book and read at night. And what would happen, I'd read a couple pages and then I would fall asleep. And then as a result of that, on average, how many books do you think I would read a year? Well, it would usually be about two to three books a year uh, because I just wouldn't get that far, at least nonfiction books. Sometimes I read more fiction books because they, they'd read a little faster. Then in 2016, I made a big switch. I, I started developing a morning routine thanks to reading a book called The Miracle Morning by Hal Elrod. And I started making time every morning to read. I would actually dedicate 15 or 20 minutes every morning for reading. And I would start getting through a lot more nonfiction books, business books, personal development books, books on talent development uh, to learn whatever I can. And and since that time, it's been five years, um, I have averaged, I usually track all the books that I read. I have averaged reading between 25 and 30 books every year for the last five years because I have actually dedicated time every morning to reading. And that has allowed me to get through a lot more books. You know, you read one page a day versus 10 or 20 pages a day makes a huge difference. It really, really adds up. 
over time. So think about that and whether it's not the morning for you, it could be the middle of the day, it could be the afternoon when you finish work. Um, it might be a night, especially if you're more of a night owl. But you know, dedicate some time, make some time for learning, make some time for reading, make some time to go out for a walk and listen to a podcast, make some time to get on LinkedIn for 20 minutes a day and check out what people are saying so you know what's going on with people in your network and, and some of those gurus that you might follow, especially in the HR space as well. For over three years now, the Talent Development Hot Seat Podcast has been proudly sponsored by Advantage Performance Group. Advantage Performance Group provides creative learning and consulting solutions that equip individuals, teams, and organizations to be the best at what they do. Advantage helps leaders lead, sellers sell, and businesses flourish, and you to be more successful at your job. The Advantage website has great free resources, including this podcast and an amazing webinar series that include topics such as innovation, future storming, inclusion, sales, leadership, and so much more. To get access to all of our free resources, as well as overviews of the solutions that Advantage offers, just head on over to AdvantagePerformance.com. That's AdvantagePerformance.com. Josh Burson, right, is a big one in HR. I know many of you follow him. Like, I usually make time to go read his posts and see what he's writing about because that taps me into, like, what's the latest and greatest in HR and talent development. And there's many other people I follow on there. I'm not going to name a whole bunch of names. By the way, Josh has been on this podcast in the past. He spoke at our conference, and hopefully we'll get him back on here again in the future. So we talked about the importance of investing and learning, as well as getting on social media, LinkedIn, especially where you can follow people, you can learn what's going on. I see a lot of the latest trends that are popping up from following different people uh, in HR. And it's a great way to build your network too, of course, and, and connect with people, which is an important part of growing your career and helping you prepare for the future. I wrote two chapters about that in my book because it's so important to be building your network. And LinkedIn's the best place to do that, right? To be on there connecting with people, making those connections. I talked about making time for it. You really want to be proactive and be intentional, not only with your learning, but the type of work that you want to do. And so another challenge that I see for HR and talent development professionals, and I talked about this on Julie's show, is that people are operating mostly in reaction mode, right? Waiting for a quest to come your way, responding to emails and the work that comes across your desk. And of course, if you want to really get things done and be more successful, you want to be more intentional, right? Be more proactive to say, hey, we want to go solve this problem. We want to figure this out and figure out what are the problems that are going on in the business, not just in your realm, not just in HR, but in other parts of the business, in finance, in IT, in legal, in marketing, in sales. Go talk to those people, learn what's going on in their business, learn what some of their challenges are, and maybe you can help solve them. And when you help solve real business challenges, that's when you really start to make a name, you really start to build a brand for yourself in the business, and new opportunities start to come your way, and, and HR starts to get more a seat at the table. And it's about building your brand, your personal brand, and the brand for HR, which is all about your reputation. And I know for many of you, I'm preaching to the choir, but there are also a lot of people out there who are just kind of sitting around waiting for things to come their way and not really focusing on being intentional, being proactive and going out and connecting, learning about the business and jumping in and looking for those business issues to solve. So this is my encouragement to you to be more proactive in the business and go out and solve some business problems so you can be seen as more of an asset and a partner to the business than quote just HR, right? When we all hate that, we want HR to have a better reputation and a better brand in the business. And this is your opportunity to do that. And along with that, I want to encourage you not to, <laughs> I want to encourage you to not be afraid to ask questions, right? To look 
to be vulnerable and to look silly because what I also see when I'm out there running workshops with leaders of all departments, not just HR, but it happens in HR especially, where you think, well, I should know how this works. I should understand how the company makes money. I should understand how to read a, a P&L, an income statement. Um, I should know this answer. So I'm not going to ask the question because it's going to make me look bad. And then you never get the answer. You never get the understanding. You never get the learning, right? And you know, if you're a learning professional, that we all learn when we're willing to ask questions. And sometimes when you're a group and you raise your hand and you ask that question that seems a little bit embarrassing, there are other people in the room that are thinking the same thing, like, oh, I wish I knew this, right? And so when you're willing to raise your hand and ask that question, then uh, you're going to get the answer. Most likely, you're going to learn and other people are probably going to learn as well. So make sure you're asking a lot of questions. Be curious. That's one of the top pieces of advice you know, in the appendix in my book and in one of the bonus resources we have, I share the top career advice from our professionals and, and guests that have been on this show. And we also have a, a video course that you can go through as well, giving you the top five most common pieces of career advice in talent development, which you can find. I'll give you a link to that in a moment. But one of the top pieces of advice is to be curious, always be curious. And I think it's the number one trait of any great leader is to be curious. So always be asking questions, looking for help with others. Anyway, to find out about that course, you can go to ownyourcareerownyourlife.com slash bonus, and you can sign up for our free bonus resources, and then you'll get information about the video course as well if you want to go through that. Uh, but ownyourcareerownyourlife.com slash bonus. Lots of bonus resources, including the top five most common career mistakes that people make. And you get access to that report of the top career advice that people have given. All right. So that's a lot of career advice for HR talent development. That's my reminder to you to jump in, to take advantage of learning opportunities, to make time for learning on a regular basis, to connect with people on social media, especially LinkedIn, to learn what's going on in the world and, and actually make time for that and actually invest in yourself, not just in other people. And don't be afraid to, to ask questions. The other thing I wanted to bring up because we've had a couple interviews and many conversations in the talent development think tank community about this topic of burnout and how uh, a lot of people are burning out now. They, they worked really hard all the way through 2020 and into 2021. Not a lot of people taking vacation or time off, the, working from home, the computer's always there. And we're hearing that there's, there's a lot of issues now with burnout and mental health. And I want to remind you to take care of yourself, to invest in self-care. And when I say self-care, I just recorded a module on this for the Own Your Career course that's coming out soon. It's really in the, it's in the final module, bringing everything together, that when you want to own your career and you want to be really successful and you want to move up the ladder, none of it really matters if you're not taking care of yourself. Because over time, when your health deteriorates, you become less productive, you don't live as long, right? Let's be honest. And so you want to make sure that you're taking care of yourself. That means uh, you're getting enough sleep. You are, you know, eating a healthy diet. And this is not a show about health and fitness, but I am big into health and fitness. And want to make sure that you're taking care of yourself. You're moving. You're getting active. You know, going outside for walks from time to time. Going to the gym if that's your thing. Going for runs, walks, whatever it may be. And also that you're taking some vacation, right? You're taking some time off to recharge and kind of decompress and get away from work for a little while. It's it, and we, I think. You know, everyone in HR is like nodding their head like, yes, we're making, we're trying to make sure other people do this. But are you doing it yourself? I've seen a lot of companies, especially tech companies lately, like schedule full recharge weeks now where they just shut down and tell people to stop working because they won't do it otherwise. One of my friends in the community who works for a tech company is not working this week because 
the company gave them the week off because they're just like, everybody's working too much. So recognize that in yourself, not just in others. Make sure that whether it's a, you know, a full vacation, like what I just took, or, you know, a day here or there where you're like, okay, I'm going to take this day off and unplug. I'm going to go down and uh, get into nature, go to the lake, hang out with my family, you know, just take a day for myself to go to the spa, the gym, the mall, whatever it may be. Just take some time away. Take a little bit of time off to recharge and take care of yourself. You know, for me, like I said, we just took a five-week road trip across the United States. We drove from Orlando, Florida, all the way out to Oregon and back and hit a lot of national parks and saw a lot of friends. And you know, I know most people can't take a trip that long, but it was really nice to get away from work for a little while. And I love my work. I love my business. It's almost hard. It's almost harder because I love it so much. But it's nice to get away every now and then and you know, go hang out with friends, get out into nature, uh, hang out with family, and really spend some quality time with our family. My wife and, and two kids and our dog came with us as well. And we did some camping and we really got off the grid and we hung out with friends. Just a lot of really quality time and it was not working very much. A little bit because I ran, I've been running a pilot program of the Own Your Career uh, training course that I created from my book. I've been running that for a group from an insurance company and it's been going really well. So I ran two of those from the road or three of them from the road, but that was, you know, three hours out of, out of five weeks. So just a little bit of work and we kept the podcast going. But then I got back and I realized that I had built up a lot of interviews to get through that trip, but then we ran out. <laughs> so you heard my interview with, with Alyssa last week, and then I'm releasing this solo episode today, and then we're going to get some more interviews scheduled and, and up and running for you guys so we can uh, keep putting out great content to share with you because I love sharing great content in the talent development community and providing value to you and helping you do your job better. And of course, it helps me build a brand and as someone who is helpful in this industry. And if you have been getting value then let me know, you know, send me an email, connect with me on LinkedIn. Let me know you're a listener and show your appreciation. I'd love to show my appreciation to you. And finally, I want to say, I mentioned earlier the importance of networking. And if you want to help prepare yourself for anything that comes down the road in the future, I think nothing has been more important for me than building a really strong network. And I've done that through the podcast, through LinkedIn, through going to conferences, through different jobs that I've had, you know, through family, through, you know, parents of my kids, like, all kinds of different ways. I've met so many great people and building my network over the years. And my network has helped me get jobs, find business opportunities, find clients, speakers for our conferences and all kinds of things. You know, I give so much credit to the network more than just about anything else in terms of my career success. And so make sure you're built, you're investing time in building your network. And if you want to go network with other people in learning and development, don't forget, we have a wonderful community called the Talent Development Think Tank Community. Our podcast is sponsored by the Talent Development Think Tank. It's the community that I founded in June 2020, and it's still going strong with over 100 thoughtful, ambitious, awesome talent development professionals uh, coming together on a regular basis. We have a live call every Wednesday on Zoom. We have a private Slack group, private Slack channel. And so many other things, lots of great content on there that is exclusive to our members, including a members-only podcast. So much great stuff. So if you're ready to learn more, you're ready to connect with more people and build your network in learning and development, come check out the Talent Development Think Tank at talentdevelopmentthinktank.com. And since I was talking about owning your career, and I know I mentioned my book a couple times, I'll say this episode is also sponsored by my book, Own Your Career, Own Your Life. The book is available on Amazon. You can also get signed copies and bonus resources on the website, ownyourcareerownyourlife.com. 
everything is on there. And reach out to me if you are interested in having your employees shift their mindset and take more ownership of their careers. We have been working on creating a new online course that anybody can go through. And we also have a live training program that has been getting uh, rave great feedback so far from the pilot group. And we have discount pricing available for the next few weeks until August 31st, uh, until we do a more official launch. So I wanted to tell you about that if you're interested in having me come speak or in running this training program for a smaller group of, say, 25 people, reach out to me, andy at andystorch.com. I'd be happy to talk to you and see if it's a fit. Or just let me know if this episode resonated, if it was helpful for you. I hope it was. I feel good getting all this stuff out there and and sharing my knowledge with you. I appreciate you listening and, and following along and hope you'll connect and follow me on LinkedIn as well. And I'll see you next week for more great content in talent development. Cheers. Thanks again for listening to the Talent Development Hot Seat. If you haven't already, we'd love for you to leave us a rating and review on iTunes to help other people find the show. And as always, you can find all of our episodes and tons of free resources on our website, talentdevelopmenthotseat.com. Thank you again. Take care.